Hi everyone, it's Tommy, back at our homes for obvious reasons. Hey everyone, it's Ethan. Today's episode is a little bit different. There are no guests today, no segments, no enthusiasm, and no BS. You might be thinking, did Ethan forgot, or did Ethan forget to put the intro music? No, he didn't, folks, because today we want you viewers to listen very carefully to this particular intro. You might get a sense of what we're talking about today. So Ethan, hit that intro. Officially declaring a national emergency. Kobe Bryant died earlier this afternoon in Los Angeles in a helicopter crash. Unfortunately, uh, the U.S. and Iran are getting very close to war. Today, the World Health Organization officially announced that this is a global pandemic. God bless you, and God bless you. Hello, Songy. Great job, man. Ethan. Yes. You know, before I start, today's episode marks a one-month anniversary for our show. That's amazing. Anyways, today's episode will be ed- will be dedicated to the heroes of our nation, like the COVID-19 pandemic crisis, the peaceful protesters of the injustice of innocent African-Americans, and to you viewers who have been caring for so long of what's happening to our country that's dividing right now. It's tough to deal with these kind of situations. I mean, like what they say, one man or one disaster can lead to so many casualties. Yes, even though I've never heard that before, but you are correct. So today we are going to talk about what has happened to our world So far in 2020, we have now entered the middle of the year already, and there are so many cons of this year. For example, the Australian wildfires, the rumors of World War III, Kobe Bryant and Gianna Bryant's death, coronavirus pandemic, the national emergency declared by Trump, all the racism and all the deaths from racism, and finally, all the violent protests are all around the U.S., Yes, well, the first event that started the chain reaction of these horrible things to come was the Australian fires. You know, for the last five five to six months alone, wildfires in Australia led to so many, you know, destroyed habitats, including 29 people, 2,500 homes, and lost 1.25 billion animals. That's a lot. So, Ethan, yeah, I know, but I I won't go any further than that, but I just want to say thank you to those first responders to um who helped you know who want to make things right in australia it's there's really nothing we could do because this is a natural disaster of what's happened and we just want to say thank you to all those celebrities like ellen degeneres all the environment environmentalists you know ethan Mm -hmm. those are the those are the real heroes of these kind of situations yeah i would like to add one thing to the australian wildfires go ahead it's not specifically of what the wildfires have did have done it's what the media is doing like when it first came out it was everyone was talking about it and i remember 
it was mainly the internet spreading the news of what's happening. And maybe after a few weeks of covering, maybe two weeks, all the talk about the fires just went away. Even though they were still going on, it still went away. I somehow still don't know when the fires ended because they stopped covering it at an early time. Well, I guess ever since the coronavirus began, you know, it almost happened during the exact same time as the Australian wildfires began. I just feel like the COVID-19 crisis was a much bigger deal than the Australian wildfires. I mean, they stuck with this segment and this news uh, of the Australian wildfires for pretty far too long. And then I guess they just moved on to a pandemic crisis. But I feel like we should just keep things equal, you know. We got to we gotta have some updates of what's happening in Australia. Because, you know, these, these innocent homes, the animals, the people are just losing all of their resources and becoming, becoming more vulnerable, you know. Yeah. Their society needs our help. And that starts with us. Moving on is in another event that happened in 2020 was a tragic death of Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant and seven others on a helicopter crash. Mm-hmm. I was in a I was in the middle of baseball practice when I heard this. I was getting, you know, getting my water and then my coach just yelled at our team that Kobe's dead. And I felt like that you're joking. Kobe Bryant is dead. Like, what was your first reaction, Ethan? Well, first, I thought it was my parents were lying to me. And then I started thinking about why would they lie about Kobe Bryant dying? So then Mm -hmm. I ran downstairs because I was in my room watching YouTube. I ran downstairs, (laughs) watched the TV, Uh and I saw that Kobe Bryant actually died. Yeah, same. I bet everyone's reaction, especially to the basketball community, I bet they were just dumbfounded you know I, I bet they were just like no way mm-hmm. and ever since after Kobe died I, I noticed something and I bet other people did you know over these two years 2019 and 2020 you know these celebrities who who we thought are going to die you know eventually later on it, their deaths became so sudden and really unexpected like people like Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant it's like the last person we think that's going to die, you know? Yeah, it comes out of nowhere. Yeah, for example, like Juice World died out of, out of like a casualty of a seizure attack. And Cameron Boyce, like all these deaths that's been recently happening in 2019 and 2020, it's just really unexpected and just speechless yeah. of everyone right now. Yeah, you never know uh, when the day is going to be your last. So live every day like it is. Like what Ava said, live, laugh, and learn. Live, la- live, laugh, like love. <laughs> live, oh, okay, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Moving on, Ethan, what do you have for us now? So now we're going to talk about what has been locking us in our homes, the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, boy. Never heard of it. Never heard Really? I'm just yeah, kidding. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> so, I mean, if you don't live in a hole, you should know what COVID-19 is is the pandemic mm-hmm. that is obviously all over the world and is locking us in our homes. For our eighth graders and seniors, they've taken away our graduation and all the things that go with it. But it has also affected many of the people all around the world with mm-hmm. doctors sacrificing all the things they mm-hmm. have, like 
Mm-hmm. I remember watching a news story of a doctor who was getting engaged and he had mm-hmm. a son. He had to stay away from them for a few weeks at a time to make sure that he didn't get them sick because he was treating patients with corona. I see. Wow. I mean, I have a few friends, including my aunt, who's a nurse. She's been working every day, 24-7, um, sacrificing her hours every single day to help these people, you know, get, you know, just just to feel free and just get out of the coronavirus impact. I bet everyone else at home is just feeling the same thing as we are. We're stuck. We're stuck in this in this world. We can't be free. You know, this world is tearing itself apart. We're in a we're living in a hell, man. And we haven't seen like this in what, like in like in a hundred years before or what was it? When was the last pandemic? Like a pretty long time ago, yeah, right? Yeah, I was I think it, the last big one was the Spanish flu. Uh-huh. And this is part of a revolutionary history turning event, what, what we're dealing mm-hmm. with right now. But but I'm not going through all that because I want to say thank you to all the first responders. Yes, they are the real the, heroes. <laughs> the doctors, the nurses, and people on social media. You know, the people that I follow every, uh, before, the, before the incident and era of – or the time of the innocent African-American injustice before that – I've seen a lot of people, like celebrities and my close friends, been posting a lot of their reflections and other posts saying that we still got this. We could be positive if we're sticking together. We listen to what the government says of our cities. And we, if we follow these procedures, I think this virus could go away as soon yeah, as possible. Yeah, wear a mask and say, stay six feet apart. Uh, social distancing is key. But I also have another thing to say. Go ahead. Mr. President, it's been two months. The first two months, he didn't absolutely nothing. All he did was focusing on his campaign for the 2020 election. Yes, I do get it. I really do get it. I get it. He has a lot of he has a lot of rocks on his shoulders getting to another uh, victory for the second election. But I feel like you can't just care about the popularity and fame of his presidency. You as a president, you need to be equal. You ne- he has a goal. He wants to treat the American people as he's treated, right? Uh, before. But I feel like you know, what he's done has just brought his, you know, you know, polling votes and all those stuff just go down, you know. And I feel like I'm just saying this as a human being. I'm just saying like Mr. President, you clearly had the chance to say something in January and February. Now it's too late, and look what's been happening now. Do you agree yeah, with me? So, with um, him deciding to shut down the United States and having people go into quarantine, I read somewhere that if we went into quarantine one to mm-hmm. two weeks earlier, that could have saved uh-huh. over a little bit over 30,000 lives that have been lost. Exactly, exactly. But, anyways, this isn't about criticizing the president we still respect the president but mostly we got to thank all those people who's been caring about the people who are continuing to live and who's been expecting positive outcomes after this pandemic Mm -hmm. ends and we all want that and we are too ethan what do you have for us now so now we're gonna get into the one of our final topics of the night that is really sweeping the nation 
it is the topic of mm-hmm. racism. Even though it has been uh, with us for a long time, people are now starting to show how they feel and they want the government to know how they feel. So we're just going to start with some facts uh, for the San Francisco Bay Area. So let's go. San Francisco is very diverse, but the black population is less than 7%, and the national average is about 14%. If you go five miles over the Golden Gate Bridge into Marin County, you find a population that is 72% white and 2.4% black. In my city of Petaluma, the white population is 69% with a 0.8% black. Wow. I don't think that's a diverse culture where you're no, living. No, it really then, isn't. I guess I I really can't go against facts because obviously they're facts. I guess we just you know just got to live with it. But I mean, hopefully, <laughs> so, hopefully we'll see what happens in the future. Yeah, we'll see. You know, <laughs> yeah. But Ethan, have you ever been in a situation where someone said something racist about you? So I didn't notice this at first, but after I told my parents what happened, they told me that it was very offensive. So um, many of you should know I have played sports in Petaluma and Marin, and I was maybe one of five people of color at tryouts where there were hundreds of hundreds of kids. When I played club Uh basketball in Marin, we regularly scrimmaged against other teams in the same club. And I was actually called chimichanga, a Mexican fried burrito, if you don't know, by the opposing team made up of all white kids. So I didn't know. I didn't notice this at first. I thought they were, of course, I thought they were joking and it was all fun and games. And then I told my parents and they were like, that is not okay. What they did was wrong. That what you did was good, Ethan. When you took... It was pretty unexpected that you would think it was yeah, a joke. Yeah, I mean, I was still younger. I wasn't exposed to that yeah, much stuff. I, that I understand. That I understand. But the way how you stepped up to your parents, that that takes courage, you know, Thank Ethan. You, sir. But so, good job. have yeah. you had any experiences like that? Well, being Korean, I mean, besides besides being called Kim Jong Un's twin brother or nephew, no, not really. Okay. <laughs> Moving, Moving on. on. So the country is dividing right now, as yes. you already know it. I see a lot of posts on Instagram, social, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, everywhere, where else you could think of. The injustice of African Americans. Mm-hmm. Now, this was a topic that I really wanted to focus on for today's episode because I feel like we should do something about it. We should talk about it, and we should show how appreciated the people that wants their voices heard to the government of something's changed. Mm-hmm. You know. I want something changed. And as an Asian, as a, as a, as an indigenous person from another country, I feel like we all come together to show the world that black lives do matter when all lives matter. Black lives. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, No, no, go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. So, (laughs) you know how you said that the country is divided right now, but you could also in Uh some way say that people are uniting. Like, so many people are coming together. I saw this Uh video Mm -hmm. where, you know, the Blood and Mm -hmm. the Crips, right? Rival rival gangs. 
They tied their colors together, and that means that they are Uh ending the battle for now to to stand Mm -hmm. up for uh, Black Lives Matter. And that's yeah, and that's and that's and that's an example of how enemies, foe enemies of the same race, comes together and support their their world. You know, their race. It's really amazing Mm -hmm. to see people come together to stop what they Mm -hmm. know is bad. Mm-hmm. And I've also come across another video, sir, that you know Jimmy, know Jimmy Kimmel, Kimmel, right? Yes, that uh, that person he hosts the Oscars. When he first when he hosted the Oscars, he said that he wanted to deliver a message out there back in 2016. Okay, that he was in a room full of celebrities, and he said a quote that said, "Instead of just speaking to everyone, all at go ahead." All at once, all at once, just talk to a person, a person that you know, a person that you're close with, and just share a positive message or influence to them. And that way, it could start a chain reaction of you uniting all these people to come forward and make their voices heard to the public. And it starts with the people that we look look up to, you know, mm-hmm. the celebrities. You know that the celebrities... Every single day, like for for this situation, Jamie Foxx has been stepping up big time right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like if we look up to those people, it shows us a symbol or a sign that where we all come together and that we're reminded by all those activists back in the days during the segregation era that coming together, it could change yeah, anything, for sure. you know? Mm-hmm. And I just feel like, you know, after the deaths of Ahmed Arbery and George Floyd, especially to that man, I feel like, you know, some things mm-hmm. have got to be done. This, ever heard of the phrase "enough is enough"? Of course, Ethan? I have. To, I mean, yeah, I I feel like something's mm-hmm. got to be done. And what we're doing right now, what we're starting, and in our city, there's been pro- protests, peaceful protests in the Mission. Have you uh, heard yes, that? I have. I saw some videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like all those people have a purpose mm-hmm. to be there. And they just want to show justice by using words. Words are more powerful than just showing physic- their pain physically. You know, those violent looters, protest- uh, rioters, all those stuff who vandalizes stores, you know, to yes. shoplift, be a theft. So since you brought up all the looters and violent protesters, I would like to say something mm-hmm. so all the people who are looting right now they are using george floyd's death to rob stores that most likely did mm-hmm. nothing wrong and do you if you try uh-huh. to defend the people who are looting all the stores and are mm-hmm. vandalizing everything you mm-hmm. are an idiot i'm sorry that but you are if you are defending completely- those people yeah, and the word excuse in that sentence is a huge one, Ethan, because as you've seen in the videos where they vandalize the building, you, have you noticed like some of them, like some of the cities and like in Minneapolis, police officers didn't even bother to go? The reason they can't, like, they can't do anything because there are so many people. And I don't know if you've seen the videos where there was maybe one cop and he got completely swarmed by a group of violent pl- protesters and he got knocked out. 
Yeah. I did see that video. So uh-huh. that's why they can't do a lot of things. I know. So that is just why, like, if a government sees that, all they see is more pain, yeah, so- more riot, more res- more restrictions. And we got curfew, thanks to So that. we kind of saw what, like, life would be like if we didn't have cops. Like, let me just say, mm-hmm. with the cops not able to do anything, mm-hmm. we see all these people mm-hmm. going out and vandalizing, lighting fires, and robbing stores, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, I understand that. Mm-hmm. But nothing's being heard, nothing's being yeah. said. It's just action. On the other hand, you know, these peaceful protesters, as I mentioned before, they really, really want to send a message mm-hmm. to the towns they're in. They're marching in just like MLK did with all his fellow American citizens in D.C. Just coming together and uniting all these diverse communities. It's that is what the world yeah. is made for. God wanted this. God wanted this world to be equal as possible, but we just can't restrict these specific types of races to make the world equal. That is not how the yeah, world Yeah, that's how you make it. a change through peaceful protests. Uh-huh. And as, as we continue on the show, we show our gratitude and respect to these people. So, Ethan, who would you like to I thank like, uh, uh, during this time? Right now? I would like to thank yeah, all right the now. peaceful <laughs> protesters out there. I know they Mm -hmm. probably have... Okay, we'll get to this later. I know some people have been um, pushed out for peaceful protesting. But I would like to thank all Uh the people going out there and showing their voice. Like... Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Raising awareness, you know. Showing their love and care for just one man. I also want to thank the people on social media who's been posting every single day of what's mm-hmm. been happening, put posting these, you know, these violent and just heartbroken videos. You know, this video has been trending. Have you seen the one where a girl got pepper sprayed and then in, in the riot? Was it a child? And then by police. Yes, I saw a that. A child, yeah. That video was just heartbroken. I feel like, thank you for showing us that. Thank you for sharing us that. Because sharing that in the media, I feel like it's going to bring a change like it's posting all these videos and these comments and these, you know, news reports mm-hmm. of what's been happening. It's just the same as peaceful protesting. Yeah. You know, I feel because it's like posting something, it's like using their voice. To, it's like another way of using your voice and awareness and care to all these people who don't understand what bringing yeah like if you can't go out to all the protests maybe because your parents don't want you to or something Mm -hmm. else like that's a way to raise awareness just put on your story Mm -hmm. do whatever on social media since it's so widespread like spread awareness Uh and i feel yeah Mm -hmm. show your love and also i um saw a trend yes blackout Tuesday. tuesday as you all may know blackout tuesday can you explain? Can you elaborate more on that? I know what it is, but like, I've I've noticed on social media that there are some people who just get a misunderstanding of just posting a black yeah, picture. So I also saw videos accounts. of people freaking out and like complaining that people are just posting black screens, but they are really just raising awareness for Black Lives Matter. Uh huh. 
And there are people who say that Black Lives Matter is not really meaning Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter. But, like, Black Lives Matter, we, we've been getting that trend ever since the death yeah, of George Floyd. You know I that? Was... And before, obviously, sorry about that. I'm not excluding anyone. But, like, when I understand that Black Lives Matter, in, like, in this kind of situation, it's like a white American guy just kills an african-american person and that's when we have that it doesn't really necessarily mean like a black person or an asian person killing a black man or black person kills a black person i feel like this it's it's really complicated ethan and and i'm not i'm not and i'm not agreeing on both sides i'm not being i'm being indifferent on both sides to be honest because it's complicated like black lives matter it's it's a really complicated three-word thing you know well, going on, it? like, the death of George Floyd, that was obviously murder. Mm-hmm. We'll get to more topics about cops in a little bit. But when you have four cops, I believe four cops, and mm-hmm. one man already uh-huh. restrained on the ground, you do not need to put mm-hmm. your freaking knee on his neck for eight minutes. Mm-hmm. And it's heartbroken. There are images of the police officer who killed him of him saying like, like make was it make white people great again? Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. there's been people oh mimicking God. that that nearly killed death. me when I saw those videos. That, those idiots. Like I, I'm not, I'm not even gonna say anything because. We all know what we're going to say. We all know what's our reaction when we see that video. For those who actually care that these innocent African-Americans mm-hmm. matter, you know? But I feel like those people who say, back to the Blackout Tuesday, I feel like the people that are being misunderstood, that just putting a black screen is offensive, and saying that in their perspective, if they're a black person, they will be offended. I'd say No. Because like what you said earlier, Ethan, you said it's yes, it is. raising awareness, right? And that's, and that's actually the purpose. That's actually what the meaning of Blackout Tuesday means. And it shows us to be silent. It shows us, you know, just to be peaceful in our words, in our statements. No violent looting on social media or anything. We just share that color to say that these lives, these specific lives matter. And I don't know about... You viewers listening who are disagreeing with me, yeah, you they, can if you, you want. You guys can disagree, can. disagree with us. These are our beliefs. Yeah, you <laughs> you can even block us if you want to. But I go with this side saying that Blackout Tuesday is sharing us that all lives, or in this case, all like these race come together and just raise that no one mm-hmm. is being left out. And I feel like that's something you should understand for those who disagree with me. And I know there are some people that yeah, actually so do I disagree with me. I think we should now get to the topic of cops. Mainly the question, are cops, all right. are all cops bad? So I'll start it off. So my mm-hmm. parents are both retired of law course. enforcement officers. And I know you don't have to clap. And I know that all cops, all cops are many cops are not racist but unfortunately some are 
like mm-hmm. in any job, there are going to be, I'm going to quote unquote, bad eggs, bad people, people who don't have a good heart. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. people who yeah, think so, they're above the law. I believe that not all cops are bad. Some are for sure. Like the man who killed him, mm-hmm. he's a bad person, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with you, 100%. You know, just recently, I saw a sign that said ACAB. You know what that stands for? Mm -hmm. But just because those specific cops ignore George Floyd's pleading and mercy of he can't breathe, of him not breathing, just just because they ignore it doesn't mean that all cops... Who they work for are yeah. not. There that, are many cops out there who They're... agree with what the protesters are doing. See, but this is you have to understand. This mm-hmm. is their job. They have to quote unquote enforce yeah, I, the I, law. I... So there are many uh-huh. videos if you've seen of cops taking a knee I, with mm-hmm. the protesters. That shows you that they agree with the protesters. I see. Uh huh. I've seen a video where an American white cop playing basketball with a group of African-American kids carrying their yeah, you know, hoops around around their city and just greeting them. Yeah, and that that is the meaning of what the world means. Like, these people working for the law and these citizens of America, they meet each other and they just say like, hey, come on. let's. We're living in a difficult time right now. I respect who you are. I know you're not one of them. I know you're one of us. And let's try to make a peaceful mm-hmm. uh, day, you know? Every day should be peaceful. Every day should not. Every day, I mean, some days could be violent, but most of the days we should just come together and just, you know, just be settled and just, just say, let's make a change. Let's share our positivity and love to these people. And that's, that's what our, that's what the cops are. Yeah. So going uh, back to cops and what happened in DC. So I don't know if you saw this video, but Mm -hmm. it's a video of. Cops forcefully pushing out peaceful, 100% peaceful protesters out from in front of the White House. I would like to say this again, 100% peaceful. Cops are not allowed to push out peaceful protesters because that is written in the amendments. You cannot infringe on peaceful protesters. Uh And the reason... we. We found out what the reason was. It's because the president wanted to have a photo op Mm. holding the Bible in front of a church. So if you saw the video, maybe you should search it up after this. But it's a video of peaceful protesters just holding their hands up. And then all the cops rush and tackle a few people. And there's also a video of a cameraman being, like, punched by the cops. They're not allowed to do that. Wow. And that's an example Mm -hmm. of, you know, feeling above the law, you know? I get that. Cops are angry, too, that some of these uh, angry looters, even peaceful ones, assume that all of them are bad. There are a few. They're not. They're not. It's just a 
big misunderstanding of what you know mm-hmm. what the what America is. This when America started, Ethan, you know this they I called it so. the land of opportunity, right? We as American citizens, all all races, we can't show that for some reason. We just can't. We can't show other countries that they're the land of like you know love, peace, opportunity. It's just. It's just that hard for us to understand and fulfill our mission. We all have our mission, and even the cop, even the police officers that, yes, quote-unquote, they need to enforce Mm -hmm. the law. But, like, we as American citizens, again, I'm going to say this repeatedly, come together. That's the main reason of why these protesters Mm -hmm. start, you know? I feel like – but have you recently – you know – Back in the racial segregation era when MLK was alive, you know, activists mm-hmm. like MLK um, and Malcolm, Malcolm X, all those people, you know, they made they changed the world. But today I I noticed I don't see any, any like, you know, African-American activists or any activists that wanting to be a leader or a change. They're just, you know, all citizens as a group. Am I wrong or anything? I Is there more I to that? Know. Excuse me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. And yeah, I, feel I haven't like there seen should like be someone... a prominent person besides all the celebrities that are speaking up. Like they could be uh-huh. seen as leaders. I mean, they could be. Some people could see them as leaders, mm, but I haven't yeah. seen like one prominent head above like leading all this. Mm. And we're almost out of time, Mister Arguello. But I feel like. Overall, uh, our episode today was mainly focusing on the racial injustice of our innocent African-Americans. Yeah. And I feel like that's good because it's trending right now. It's going to trend for a very long time. It's something that's going to be a part of our mm-hmm. lives when we grow up. And, you know, obviously, after this person's death, I just feel like everything's been changing. You know, it's just one man, one innocent African-American that's been dead for no reason, that's been killed for no reason. And then all these millions of people in all over the world are just causing a chaos. And on the other hand... Mm-hmm. So every together. state has seen protesters, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Do you wish to be in a protest, um, in a peaceful protest? So I march do forward with these band, people. I do agree with them, but I personally would not go to a protest because I've seen so many images of people getting hit in the head and uh, with canisters, mm-hmm. like tear gas canisters, leaving a dent and getting shot with rubber bullets. I just don't want to put myself in an unsafe position. But I do thank mm-hmm. all the people going out to those protests and, sho- and uh, showing what they feel, knowing all this is bad. And finally, I just want to say thank you to all those people who really want their voices to be heard. Voices are more, words are more powerful than just showing your anger Mm -hmm. physically, you know. I feel like just coming together as a whole nation and as American citizens, we can make America a more peaceful environment for all the people who are looking for this country. America is definitely not a perfect country. But it can be. Remember mm-hmm. that. It can be. 
Any country would. Mm-hmm. And we're, yes. and we're trying to succeed. We're that trying goal. to fix one flaw every at day. a time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now there are two flaws. <laughs> now there are two flaws we have to fix. One, thank you, Mother Nature. And two, okay. thank you, officer. That officer who killed George Floyd. No, I'm not talking about other cops. Frog in my throat. Okay. I just want to say thank you to everyone who's been listening all the way us with these 38-minute episode. And I hope everyone, after you listen to this episode, just remember to thank your family and your friends that's been helping you graduate and helping you with your with your situations that you're going through, maybe your personal life or a relationship, anything. Just thank the people that you love and care about. And that's, and that's mm-hmm. how you maintain a peaceful relationship with the people you love. And it shows other people that what truly the word love means. Mm-hmm. And please, people, just because you're protesting doesn't mean you're not going to get sick. Please wear a mask. And yeah, yeah. please wear a mask. <laughs> Corona I feel thing. like I, when I went to the protest, I was like looking at these people. I'm like, oh, these people are not wearing masks. They're all free. Oh, wait, no, they should be. And I'm like, oh, the COVID-19. Yeah. Oh, now we got that thing. Like this is just—it's like in a double double hell we're living in right now, and this is what hell and this yeah. is what hell is. But we always got to share our caring and awareness to all those people who think positive, and a good effect on this world. So thank you everyone who's been watching. Thank you Ethan who's been sharing with your reflection and love to these people. Ethan, mm-hmm. thank you so much. Thank mm-hmm. you, sir. Of course, and. Oh my lord, see? Like oh, wow. oh sorry about that. Um I'll make sure to give you a present later, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> moving on from that. Hope everyone's doing well on their Sunday afternoon and please, please enjoy your summer. And we'll see you next Sunday. Peace out, people. <laughs>